I'm Aletta Margolis, and this is Hooray for Monday, your inspiration and toolkit for the week ahead. Head or heart? Hooray for Monday, October 10, 2022. The teaching profession is full of false choices, phonics or whole language. Understand how multiplication works or memorize your times tables. Be kind to your students or hold them to high expectations. Embrace joy or hard work. Wise educators know not to be fooled into taking sides in these false dichotomies. A new false choice is rearing its head and needs to be addressed before it does harm. Social-emotional learning or academic learning. Put another way, nourish the heart or nourish the mind. Over the years, I've faced the question, does inspired teaching focus on academic learning or social-emotional learning? I have to admit, when I first started hearing that question, I felt like a kid who had forgotten to do my homework. I struggled to answer it. I felt I was missing something. I truly did not understand how it was possible to teach academics without also teaching students. And that's because it's not. Here's yet another place where the improvisational rule of yes and can give us guidance. Yes, our job as teachers is to ensure the young people in our care learn academic content and how we teach those subjects. More accurately, how we teach those students matters. Teaching students how to add and read and conduct scientific experiments will go much better if we're simultaneously teaching them how to think critically, weigh pros and cons before making a decision, and collaborate respectfully with the person working next to them. Together, social-emotional learning and good academic instruction build on each other to form a virtuous cycle. So rather than attempting to ping-pong back and forth between academic and SEL instruction, or worse, getting caught up in the increasingly politicized and polarizing debates around SEL, we educators and our students will benefit if we simply focus on good teaching. So does good teaching mean students discuss issues of race and class in their schools? Well, we want our students to learn to pay attention to and acknowledge the people around them. We want them to engage with one another from a place of curiosity, not judgment. We want them to understand that they belong to a world that is bigger than the people they see every day. So yes, curious and respectful learners will want to learn about the backgrounds, practices, experiences, and viewpoints of people who are different from them. That's what learning to be human is all about. On a very basic level, that's what we do in school. We learn what it is to be humans in this world through different subjects, content areas, acquisition of skills, and engagement with ourselves and one another. Often SEL gets separated into a time block within the school day or a discrete set of resources, but social and emotional learning is not something that can be peeled off and separated from instruction. SEL is an integral part of every facet of school. Teaching has always been social and emotional. The good news is we don't have to choose between teaching students heads 
and teaching their hearts. As thoughtful, respectful, engaging teachers, we teach their whole selves. Links to the resources are in the written version of Hooray for Monday, as well as the notes for this episode. More reading on teaching SEL and academics together. Demystifying social-emotional learning and the controversy surrounding it. This is an informative Ed Surge interview with Dr. Tia Kim, a developmental psychologist and the Vice President of Education, Research and Impact at Committee for Children. Opinion, social and emotional learning, may be the latest buzzword, but it's really just good teaching. In this piece, educator Haley Lindner makes the case in the Heckinger Report that the specific practice of SEL should be the foundations of any classroom, regardless of grade level or content area. While some educators may need additional coaching, support, or guidance, nobody should be led to believe that SEL is separate from other fundamental educational practices. And finally, how social-emotional learning became a frontline in the battle against CRT. This NPR article explains the current controversy around SEL and CRT with an interesting look at the historical underpinnings stemming from fear that teachers are, quote, indoctrinating their students. Resources to teach heads and hearts. Four ways to start class with breathing and mindfulness. Studies show that incorporating mindfulness into the learning experience for children has a positive impact not only on their mental health, but also on their academic performance. Starting class with a few minutes of stillness, breathing, and quiet reflection can set a powerful tone for the day. Three ways to check the mood of the room. When students enter the room, they come with all sorts of feelings. Those feelings can be big and influential on both the student and their peers. Gauging the temperature of the room right off the bat can give you a better idea of what you're working with as you jump into instruction. These tools can help you do that. And all of these resources and articles are available in the written version and in the notes for this episode. Professional learning. Join us this week for October's Inspired Teaching Institutes. They are free and they're a place where you will learn 20 ways to end your school days. Online, Wednesday, October 12, 7 p.m. Eastern, and in person at the National Arboretum, Saturday, October 15, at 10 a.m. Eastern. Learn new ways to end class that will make students eager to return the next day. When the school day is over, we want our students to remember the content they learned, and we want them to remember how they learned and what they experienced. In this engaging, collaborative professional learning experience, participating teachers will learn concrete strategies for ending each day in a way that synthesizes information learned and prepares students to return the next day eager for more. The program is free and we encourage participants to sign up with colleagues from the same school to deepen learning and create space for growing ideas as a community. Certificates of completion will be provided for everyone and DC public school teachers get PLUs through the Washington Teachers Union. Registration links are in the written version and in the notes for this episode. Start class with a spark. We've turned the contents of our September Institute into a handy booklet complete with 23 different ways 
to jumpstart your classes. If you attended our September Institute, you tried some of these out. All of them are linked to detailed descriptions and can be used with almost any grade level or subject. So look at the written version in the notes for a link to the free booklet. Hooray for Monday is an award-winning weekly publication by Center for Inspired Teaching, an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative, improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and physically. And that's exactly the way we inspire our teachers to teach their students. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience, away from compliance, and toward authentic engagement. Thank you for listening. Have a great week.